0: Mr. Mascaro. I'm so excited to be interviewing you for She's the Boss Chats. Thank you so much for agreeing to do it. Good
1: morning. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> My pleasure. And we're in your beautiful office. Yes. And I've seen all um, all the awards you've been winning and things. So I can't yeah. <laughs> wait to tell people a bit about you. Thank Let's you. start off. Why don't you tell everybody what you do?
1: Uh, absolutely. So um, in a nutshell, I market your
0: brand deliciously. Oh, <laughs> what yes. does that mean? <laughs> With it's a name like the Candy Buffet, the Company? Candy
1: Buffet Company. Yes. So that was a name that we came up with probably, sorry, that's a slogan that we came up with probably about a month ago. Oh, wow. Um, So a
0: new one. What was the old one?
1: uh, Sweeten up your next event. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) They're great. The only thing is because we're not just sweet anymore, we also do savory. Yes. We wanted to, and we want to tap into that corporate market. It is a good 80% of our business is is corporate. That's right. So marketing is such a big part of what we do for your brand. Um, so so we really, yeah,
0: what do corporates use you for? I mean, is it marketing. just parties or is it is it their sort of branding experience type thing? Yeah,
1: of absolutely. So a company like LinkedIn um, could hire us to do a wall and it could have the, the LinkedIn in on the donut uh, well yeah, I, I'll right. show you a photo of that later. But right. it is and it, it's such a marketing experience for the brand. They have us at their events to not just uh, resonate with the 200 or so people at the event, It's the people that those people know, the the social media.
0: Yeah, and all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course, social media is just so
1: And then when you've got your brand on something really beautiful that people want to photograph. You get your message
0: out to more people. I'd never thought of that. Yeah. Of course. So you, I bet Instagram is your friend. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> Instagram is my friend. I'm I'm trying to become besties with LinkedIn. So yeah, right. every day I'm working at it. Oh,
0: well done, well done. Because you. I do you. think LinkedIn is is perfect, and I I never see anyone really talking about catering on LinkedIn yeah. or anything like that. So. Yeah. Great. Okay. Thank so you. why do you love it? Why did you yeah. want to? Why are you doing what you're doing?
1: Absolutely. So, about 13 years ago, I got married and I just quit my job. It was a great job in the events industry, uh, but I needed to have a bit of a break.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and my florist was like, Marissa, I know the perfect job for you. <laughs> Go and speak to these people. And so I did. Yeah. Um, and I went in as. Uh, a stylist so somebody who would actually be setting up the candy buffets uh, showed them my resume and they're like you're hired but you're going to be our events manager. Right. And the company had just started maybe right. a couple of months before. Oh, my God. That yeah, early on. So that it was
0: a Yeah. So you really have been here from the beginning and then you love the company the, so much you bought it.
1: Loved I loved the company <laughs> so much I bought it. That's exactly That's what happened. That's such a
0: great – I don't know whether you're – you're probably not old enough to remember. Do you remember that ad, the guy from Gillette who used to say, hi, my name is whatever it was. You know, I love the company so, so much, much I bought it. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was a great I, ad. I
1: may not be old enough to remember it, but I know that my dad said that to me <laughs> when I bought yeah. it is like, you loved it so much you bought it. And yeah. I'm like, that's exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah, I
0: reckon our generation, we just all yeah. Think that. Okay, so let's go right back. I, yes. I, what I love to do, because this yep. podcast is about women in business sure. and women running businesses, yep. I love that, and I know that there are some people who are playing this in the car with their daughters listening Hi, on everyone. the way to school. I know, it's gorgeous. So what I like to do is be able to show people that it doesn't, you don't always have to have a straight line from finishing school. Some no. people don't finish school and yet they still have successful companies so let's go back to when you were a little girl can you tell me where you grew up what did your mum and dad do and do you have brothers and sisters
1: oh okay so grew up in keelor or downs that kind of area which is
0: outer suburbs of melbourne correct yep Yep.
1: so like just yeah 10 minutes down the road from where i am now yeah um I have a brother yes. who has two beautiful children and he and his wife, they're they're all over in Italy at the moment. Oh, so wow. I'm insanely jealous <laughs> of them. Um, my mum and my dad, we so we all grew up together. Um in kir and so what does
0: your what does your mum do? Yeah, and what did your dad do growing so up?
1: So mum was a hairdresser. Oh right, and I absolutely got that passion from her. I okay. I was obsessed with hair as a child. I used to bring mum's scissors to school behind her back. Oh my god, and cut the other kids' hair. I used to give Stop hair, it. You hair, yeah, you did yeah, not. yeah, absolutely, <laughs> I did. So instead of getting busted for smoking in the bathrooms, we would get busted cutting people's hairs, and the the teachers hated me because I would always, you know, like. It's it's dangerous. That's, you shouldn't be doing that. And parents were very happy. I know my god,
0: I know. I know letting some other child loose on your kids you know. hair. <laughs> However, I understand and when I was at uni, yes. I remember um I was I was at RMIT and I was just up from the hairdressing college yes, I think it is yes. and they used to do free haircuts or so it might have been five bucks Yes, and every week almost I would go down and get my hair cut. Yeah. I think by the time I got to third year uni my hair was about half an inch long because oh, no. I just kept on getting things done yeah. because it was just so much fun <laughs> so I get your obsession with hair. Yes, but So your mum was running her own business. I just really like this from a role modelling point she of view. Working. She was working. She was working at a hairdressing salon. Okay yep. and your dad, what was your dad doing? Yes,
1: yeah, so at the time when I was young dad uh, had a company called Vision um, automotive uh, technologies. Right. Um, and I then took my business name from that. So my like back end business name is Vision Special Events. Oh, so that whole vision. To bring the
0: whole family yeah. thing together. So that was his own company? Correct. Yes. Wow. So you, because yeah. I just feel like for a lot of us, if you, you know, that Grilla. whole thing, if you can see it, you can be it. Yeah. And if you watch your dad building his own yeah. business and working in his business, you think, why, why shouldn't I do it? And I'm
1: the same person as him. We go away on holidays and I'm there on my computer <laughs> working away. And I remember that I remember going on holidays and dad having his laptop there and you know he'd always be working away like outside of when we were out enjoying ourselves but that's me I go to Europe and I wake up at two o'clock in the morning to work and then oh really but it's just so natural to me
0: yeah Yeah. okay Um, and it kind
1: of gives me that balance that I can go overseas when I want to yeah, um, yeah, and, and do whatever you uh, want. Yeah. You can take
0: the business with you. Exactly. I know I've got this plan to be a digital nomad myself. Go so do it. Yeah, I know. Oh, Why not? Okay, absolutely. So, uh, so you grew up in, in sort of around the Law kind of yes, area. Yes, yes. Uh, what were you like at school? Did you enjoy school? Let's no, start with primary school.
1: No, didn't enjoy school. <laughs> Why not? I didn't. not I do I didn't resonate with any of the people in my school. So you
0: didn't sort of build a little group of friends or anything? It was just... Sure,
1: I did. Like I had friends when I was at school, but I don't speak to any of them. Right. Like oh, not wow. one person. So from family was
0: really your big thing. Yep, and I growing. had friends
1: outside of school who I'm still friends with.
0: Okay, but um, school wasn't. And then what about mm-hmm. high school? Were you into school? I mean, were you good at school?
1: Uh, I was always. I've always been intelligent. But yeah, um, of course. Putting. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, and you still are. Funnily enough, but, still are. <laughs> but did I mean? Did you do well at school? Because some people do well in that environment, and no, other people. No, not don't. really.
1: And then I started TAFE, and I hated it, and I quit.
0: Right. So, hang on. So, you what yeah. time? So, when did you drop out of school?
1: No, no, no I finished high so school. So you went to year twelve. Yeah, absolutely. And then you went to
0: TAFE to study what? Uh, marketing. Right. And why marketing? What? Why? Why, um, why did that resonate with you? I don't know. <laughs> no, just, but the thing it is, it just came up. There was never.
1: I never had that purpose. I always knew that I wanted to um, do events. So from when I was a child, um, why? That's really interesting. It's, it's really had? strange. My mum tells me this story. And I truly believe it. Yeah. I don't remember it, but I truly believe it. That there was this one year that we decided we wanted to go skiing. So I
0: read... Roughly how old are you at this stage? Um, I think
1: I was in like young primary school.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: And like young, young primary school. Right, right. And I went, you know, through the Yellow Pages or whatever it was at the time and I found all the chalets in Mount Bulla and I called them and I got pricing from them and then I organised the ski hire. mum, mum, it's the whole holiday for them? And then I called them with credit card details and they're like, no, sweetheart, like we can't. (laughs) This
0: five-year-old saying, yes, yes, we'd
1: like to book it, please. Yes, I'd I'd like to pay for it now, thank you.
0: Wow.
1: And they're like, oh, no, 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 I can't take a credit. So mum had to get on the phone and then... And prove to them, yeah, that no, it's fine. Like I've been with her the whole way, but yes, absolutely, she
0: planned this whole thing. Wow, that's amazing. So, what and why? What gave you the idea about events? Do you think that you wanted to do it because that's such a, it's such a defined thing that you want to do when you finish school? So you went into marketing. Did you think about going to uni at all, or was it always going to be? I wanted to do something more practical.
1: No, I I needed to be doing things. I always needed to work, and throughout my entire life. I've always had more than one job. Like I always just needed to keep really, really busy and I loved working. I even worked at a hairdressing salon to sit behind the cash register, organise their like their scheduling and then I would plait the kids' hair that came in with their parents and I'd braid them or whatever I could do to like just play and and have fun. That was just a weekend job.
0: Amazing. Okay, so you went to TAFE and you hated it. How yes. long did you last?
1: Oh, uh, I
0: didn't. Like, like I, a term. <laughs> I, don't even,
1: I don't even think I officially like, quit. I, and what was, did you hate about it? Uh, the, the, I was never a school person. Yeah, right. However, now I love learning. But
0: that's a funny thing, isn't yeah. it? And that's another thing we should say to any of the girls yes. listening. And I've got um, kids going through year 12 at the moment and I'm like – you know it doesn't matter because you'll always be able to come back to school if you like it later yes. but it's horrible when you're being forced to go through it at a young age so okay so you didn't like tafe so what next what do you do when you're how old were you at this stage so like, like say 18 yeah i
1: was really lucky very fortunate to be in the position that i was in my dad had a really successful business
0: oh and what what does vision electronics yeah. do so uh in
1: 1980 five maybe yeah. they they bought out the, the first central car locking kits for cars stop it
0: yeah right so automated car you know how correct. now we press our little we press when our we li- go yep. to the car that was your dad correct wow yeah and they're not cheap so <laughs> I always wonder when are they going to come down to being 50 bucks but <laughs> no, I don't know no never but well, now, okay, they're just, so they're we...
1: now they're stock standard in every single car yeah um, so so what he, that allowed me to do was I got to play in accounts. Like I, I so I let me come into the business absolutely. and kind of work through
0: all the different departments? Absolutely. Okay, so you started off in accounts. How was that for somebody who likes marketing?
1: Uh, no, horrible. But <laughs> but it gave me that opportunity to learn. And, and I truly believe that it was because of being able to go through sales, mark, and I did marketing for his company also, yeah. Um, you know, obviously reception. I literally worked my way through the different areas of and the company. What a great Everything dad. but
0: R&D. Yeah. To let you do that. That is so great. Yeah. Okay. And, w- and where you landed was marketing. That was the one that you really loved?
1: Uh, yeah. And I loved the graphic design aspect that I was able to do okay. for his company as well. But then it got to a point where I knew that I never wanted to take over his company. No. Right. right. And and I so, think all And what along... about your brother,
0: by the way, during all of this? Did he work for your dad no, as well? No, never. Okay, never not interested. No. But you weren't interested However, in However, he the, does um... now.
1: Oh right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um you so you started working for your dad. How many how long did it take you to kind of work through all those different
1: Sure. So I think I finished working for him when I was maybe 24. Four years oh, okay. Old? So
0: maybe only five or six years. Okay, but it feels like forever yeah. because I well, was with him from a child. It. Yes, of yes. course. But uh, so you'd worked through the business but and you knew you didn't want to stay in it. I knew that so, that wasn't my my, yeah. my goal. Yet. Okay. So what what came next?
1: Well, the last thing that I did with during working here was start up the Muscari Foundation right. where we were running events for the Make-A-Wish Foundation.
0: Oh. Oh, and yes. how did that come about?
1: Um, a friend of families, family's, yep. he, their child passed away from, right. from leukaemia. Uh, and we thought, well, what can we do to help? So we started raising money
0: yeah.
1: um, and Make-A-Wish had granted him a wish. Yep. And we thought, oh, we want to support this. Um, so through the Mascara Foundation, we were able to be Make-A-Wish's biggest non-corporate gifter, um, wow. which got me onto their wish ball committee. Wow. Oh, my God. So at what what age were you when you got onto the committee? Mm, early. So I think we started the Mascaro Foundation at about 16, when yep. I was 16. Uh, and we did it for 10 years.
0: Oh, right. Yep. Um, so probably the t- my 20s, I was in the wish ball committee. And and so what was it? So the, the main fundraising activity was this wish ball? Correct. That you guys had come up with the idea of? That was
1: our Mascaro Foundation wish – like –
0: Right. event. Right. And
1: then the Make-A-Wish Make a Wish Australia, yeah. they got me on board
0: to help them with their fundraising. Because they could see how much it was making I and how well it. it was doing. I bet you yeah. did. I bet you did. And you did all of it? Was that from finding the venue to organising? No, the-
1: I think I was more involved. I was like part of their committee. So we all got together um, once a month and we planned this event for a whole year. Wow. Um, yeah. And it was a wonderful event. And people that I met in through doing that, um, are people that I still keep in contact with today. Yeah, and right. in fact, the lady who said to me to go and meet the original owners of the Candy Buffet Company was the florist that I met through Make-A-Wish. Wow. She also did my wedding beautiful. flowers and I still work with her now.
0: I love it. I love it that you seem very grounded and very loyal to the people around you, which Thank I think you. Is, is, you know, really admirable. So, uh, So you did this Make-A-Wish until 26. Yep. What happened after that?
1: I got married. Oh, so then I started working for the Society of Automotive Engineers.
0: Oh my God, that's a bit of a change. <laughs> so how did that happen? Through your dad and the car locks? No, no. Okay, tell one me of the that people story. that came to
1: the Mascara Foundation event um, saw that I had pretty much. I so the Mascara Foundation was my little baby. Yeah. Um, and I did everything: venue, band, catering, everything for that. Um, and how many people would go? Ah. Uh, that's up to 400. Oh my god. Yeah, okay. yeah, huge, huge. Yeah. Huge. Um and we were raising uh, I think the biggest amount we were able to raise was 100,000. Wow. In one event. Yeah.
0: That's huge. Okay. Yeah. So um so this somebody, guy somebody sees you.
1: Yeah, and they do know my dad by the way. Yes. And they're oh. like so, you know, who put this all together and dad was explaining it and he came up and he's like, "Marissa, I am a director in a in a Organization, Yeah. And we need an events manager.
0: Right. So, so what does an automotive... Oh, well, I mean, I'm probably asking a stupid question. But anyway, explain. What does an automotive sure. company need to do events for?
1: Well, they're a society of automotive engineers. So they need to do a lot of educationals. Right. But the best thing we ever did and the probably the best thing that I, I ever did was... Uh, formula SAE, which is... What's that? Yeah. So, I'm F1 obsessed. <laughs> obsessed. Go Ferrari. There's your
0: quirky fact before I've even got to that question. But it's
1: Ferrari. Right. Um, but a Formula SAE is a student-based uh, formula experience where the children... Not the children. The students from universities all around the world... Yeah. ...put together
0: formula-based cars... Okay, so this is – sorry, and and I know nothing about cars, so I'm the opposite. This is Formula One type stuff? Correct, yep. So So those low, flat racing car things? Yep. Yep. And then they race,
1: (laughs) and they race all around the world, so there's – different So events. it's different
0: to the Grand Prix, but it's the similar idea that people are racing around the world but, but it's they're... all
1: students from universities. Wow. So
0: RMIT, How Monash the cars? University. Or do they do the university buy the car and then no, no, a team no. they
1: team in? No, no, no. They the students have to fundraise. They have to get sponsors. It is incredible and so many wow. so many of the students that go through uh, Formula SAE then go on to work in uh, Formula 1 or in the greater Racing community, yeah, right. Yep. It's what a wonderful. great grounding.
0: I've never even heard
1: of it. And it's not just engineers at this point. So it could be the marketing teams. It could be the, um, you know, the finance teams. So everything to get this race going. It is incredible.
0: Yeah. Wow. And so where is it this year? Like do I have they no go to different idea. places. So you're not still following no, it and part of it. No, I don't. Okay. Anyway, so you started with this company yep. and you started running these amazing yep. events. Yep. And how long did that last and what did you love about it? Until
1: I was 28 years old.
0: Okay, so just a couple of years. Yeah,
1: three years, yep. Yep. Um, And then I got married so I decided I wanted to... Take time out? Yep, take time out.
0: Yeah, fair enough too.
1: Um, Where did
0: you meet your husband?
1: uh, At a pub. (laughs) (laughs) 13, 13 and a half years ago. Wow. Um, At a pub in... Saint Kilda, St. no Saint Kilda. St. Kilda. Ooh, side I think town. it was the Elephant in the Wheelbarrow. Right, wow. We used to go and see a lot of cover bands.
0: Yeah, and, right. Um, yeah. Okay, so you get married and you decide you're going to have time out. How long did uh-huh. that last? Yeah, no, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I was work. So we went away on our honeymoon. We got married in um, middle of November. Um, I had all of December off. Went away on our honeymoon. Came back. And I and think it's I was Christmas
0: in January, so yep. quiet. And by then you were bored out of your brain, were you?
1: Yeah, I was working by <laughs> the middle of January.
0: <laughs> so what was the next job then?
1: No, Back no, I, I temped. Okay. I temped with this one woman
0: doing uh, events still.
1: Yeah, events, but also just a bit of support for different companies. So she would put me in different companies for a couple of months at a time to do a project.
0: Right. Okay. And it was
1: random projects; it could Fun. have been anything. Um, and then that's when. Karina from Style by Nature in Port Melbourne, right, um, contacted me and said, Marissa, I think you should go for this job. And that was the styling position here yeah. at the Candy Buffet Company.
0: Okay. So tell me what that was like. What were the first, because how long was it between when you came here and when you bought it?
1: Seven. No, so I've owned the company now for just over seven years. And I'd,
0: I, you'd have to work me backwards. Sure. Though, but six. what does that mean? So you were with them for six years before you bought it? That was my apprenticeship. Right, and uh, and why did you just suddenly decide to buy it?
1: Uh, it was not a sudden
0: decision. <laughs> okay, what happened? Tell me, tell <laughs> no, me, tell no, me no. the story.
1: In all honesty, it was always in my heart, my company. I always treated it like my company. And you come
0: in so early. Yeah, made well.
1: decisions um, based on what I would do if it was my company. That's how I work. Um,
0: And then the owners decided they didn't want to have it anymore. I mean, was it that or did you approach them cold? No, 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 absolutely not. They had already said, look, we think we're going to go out. Yep.
1: And And it felt right. It was the right time.
0: Okay, um, so tell me what it's like when your yeah. old bosses leave yeah. and the whole place is yours and you've got this business that you can do anything you want with. Yeah. What was the first thing you wanted to do?
1: Um, there was no difference. <laughs> 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 like, it, it, honestly, deep in my heart, there was no difference. It was always my company. I, I loved it and I always loved it.
0: Yes, um, I, and I understand that, but running, a, loving a company yeah. and running parts of it is yeah. not the same as owning it and yeah. having to run the financials yeah. and the profit and loss and all the rest yep. of it. So um I'm also married a CPA
1: accountant. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> really convenient. So so he was there advising you as well. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, absolutely and he has been my accountant bookkeeper
0: ever since. Ever oh, since. oh that's great. Uh,
1: until probably two, a year and a half ago. Okay. So now I have bookkeepers, I've got accountants, I've got Everything has been run externally now,
0: right? Um, but you is... had his support right yeah, at the beginning, right from the start. and I'm sure your dad and mum would have been yeah. absolutely all over it as well. Absolutely, and... I
1: mean, I rent from my dad. I literally we work from his building, like it's amazing. And and mum works here once or twice a week. Oh, um, great! So yeah. he's still all doing
0: it. Yeah, absolutely. And now your brother's back in as well. And my also. brother
1: works here as well. it's literally the whole family is here. So it's very huge. cute.
0: Okay, so uh, tell me a little bit more about what the Canday. Can candy candy buffet 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 company <laughs> yes. does and what you have implemented over the time that yeah, you've been here
1: absolutely so when we, when we first started was purely candy buffets right hence so the it name. was just
0: and what were that for Christmas parties and things or uh, who, who look, were the clients
1: we were so I hate the word lucky I really don't I don't like the word lucky at all um, but we got to work with incredible clients right our first clients were Tiffany and Co we had oh, wow. uh, we worked like right in the start of the career. Um, so what,
0: what was the? can you sorry I'm just going to go back what was the idea between behind starting it because I've never heard of anyone else doing anything sure. like this. So, I mean I know there's grazing tables and things now yeah, but we're but talking years ago. Yeah 13 years ago, 13
1: years ago uh, and actually it's this month 13 years wow. ago. Wow yeah. and were you,
0: you must have been the first company of that kind were you in Australia?
1: Oh uh, absolutely. Um, they started it because they had it at their wedding.
0: Right. They wanted
1: something at their wedding really pretty so they they put this thing together, um, and everybody and it was, said,
0: "Oh my God, we love it! Can you do one of those for us?" Correct, kind of right? And yep. then, what was the idea of reaching out to brands? Because I don't know, a lot of people you would think would think, "Okay, we'll do birthday parties for kids because lollies." I don't know, you Absolutely. just sort of think lollies and sweets for kids. So it's really interesting that they went, down. and I can see totally why yes. Tiffany would go if you can do us cupcakes with that color. Or yes. I mean, we're all so used to it now, but
1: but 13 years ago, it was definitely yeah. a novelty, yeah. and that's. That's the thing. There was nobody else doing things like this at events. Weddings right. were very, very different. There were no props. There were no. no. We had fireworks, and yeah, we had maybe f- that, Some that ice. You know the the floating ice sculpture. oh an ice sculpture or even well, maybe the floating, a fountain. Maybe, but you know the floating. You know the, the the clouds that go on the floor. Yes. you know the yeah the, yeah, 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 the yeah, decal kind yeah. of things. Crazy. So we you know th- right. having a candy buffet at a wedding was a, a, a huge novelty. Um, we got to work with yep, like people like Tiffany and Co. We did an incredible like still one of my favorite um buffets was for Alex Perry oh, yeah. and Neil Perry right. at Crown Towers in Melbourne.
0: Wow. Um God, it was not intimidating to have someone like Neil Perry across. Uh or Alex you Perry. I love Alex. I don't Alex know Alex Perry. Perry.
1: Alex Perry, fashion designer. Oh the
0: guy who wears the glasses on the Correct. top of his head. Bold. Right. Yes. I never thought, I as you were saying, Perry, I was thinking the same person, but of course. They're... Yes. Alex Perry, right. fashion designer. So two amazing foodies. Correct. And, uh, and designers. Well, designer, so yes. So was that intimidating?
1: Uh, no, it was beautiful. Did and they help you come up with ideas? Well, I think this was right at the start. Yeah, so this yeah, was yeah. when I was really Green, new. new, yeah. 100%. And, and the original owners were looking after the majority of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we worked with our florist. So Karina did all the floristry. Um, And it was set up on this massive round table in the middle of Crown Towers. And they had a fashion show going in and out
0: to the the candy buffet. And
1: we have the most beautiful images from that event. And I know it was 13 years ago, but it is still one of my favourites. Yeah, well, I mean, it still sounds
0: really, really unusual. Yes. Okay. Um, And so talk to me a little bit about what it's like running your own business. Mm. And because. you know often there are challenges that come along and you yeah. just go oh my god how are yeah. we going to get out of this or sure. this is going to be the end of us and then something can happen yep um and you just kind of go actually we took a whole new direction because Hello, it does COVID. force you to be innovative so what did you do through covid <laughs> tell me
1: yeah i look i think that there's um there's two real things ...in this company that are, um, you know, the the tough points. Yeah. And I think staffing is always hard. Right. I'm running an Australia-wide company and I don't think we've touched on that yet. No. So we've got little offices all around Australia. Okay. Which we ne- need to staff and I'm not there. Yes, and it's God. Yeah, and it, it can be really, really daunting um, if somebody's just not getting back to you... ...like one of your um, team members isn't getting back to you um, and having things with... Not within your control.
0: Yeah, because I mean, if you're running an event, say in Perth, yeah, or in Kalgoorlie, or well, I don't know whether you do Perth. You know, we'll go that Perth. Yes. Okay, we go Perth. Yeah. So what do you do? How do you find those people? Is it, are they all young girls that you go for? No,
1: well, Perth actually, funnily enough, is a a man, right? Um, and his wife used to work for us. Okay. Um And then she moved on because she got a full time position, and she didn't have time. And he was like, "I love it still. Yeah. So let me do the Clever the ones guy. that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So how, but how does he find the yeah. staff? Like tell me about what – how do you find these people? Yeah,
1: and w- what we always try and do – so, for example, the girls in um, Sydney, yeah. they're three sisters. Okay. Yeah, so the three sisters, they kind of share the events between themselves. They all work full-time. Right. Um, but their business – Sorry, the companies that they work for um, are aware that they do events for us as well. Right. Oh, okay. And are very flexible. Oh, but that's they've been good. doing them with us for six or seven years.
0: Yeah, right. Um,
1: so the, the staff retention is really, really high, um, but it's still daunting having...
0: Yeah, events. have you had a really obscure one in the middle of nowhere where you've just gone, how are we going to find people to do well, this? I do know people that do them in the bush or things like that?
1: We once had to take everything across on the spirit of Tasmania
0: Oh my god, yeah. right.
1: Um so they I didn't do that one but the uh, original owners did and they took the everything, took everything across everything all
0: the food all the all the, the glassware, glassware all of the decorations. Tables. Oh my god, right. Yeah, so I think so that's a big probably... logistics kind of a job as well.
1: Yeah, I was flown to Brisbane yeah. um to do the Big Brother house. Oh, my God. And that was definitely Fantastic. a highlight for me. Yeah. Uh, I was a
0: huge Big Brother fan. And you were in there able to see the – Literally. I mean, I don't, I don't watch Big Brother that much, but they're not allowed out, are they? No. So did you get to come in and meet them all while you, while they were stuck we in the house? We did not meet them. Oh, okay. No, no, no.
1: So I was there for, I think, two or three days and I got to watch – from the outside the entire time I was there. Um, and then we were literally given 20 minutes to – they were locked in their rooms.
0: Right. And Go then in, we, set up and yep, then get out.
1: Absolutely. It was wow. amazing.
0: And did that do amazing things for you in terms of the publicity? Yeah. Did everybody kind of re- – did everyone come out of their rooms going, whoa, what's this absolutely. Oh, This candy buffet company. And
1: funnily enough, we've worked with some of the ex-contestants on Big Brother since then.
0: Right. Because so – of the connection. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. So anyway, I interrupted you. Tell me a little bit about COVID and how you got through the whole COVID thing when there's no events.
1: Yeah, sure. So it's obviously like hindsight is
0: awesome, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And we're sitting there and like the first couple of weeks, you're like, okay, well, this is going to blow over. Yeah. We all thought it was
0: going to be a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. Um, but then it was like, okay, well, I've got all this candy sitting in my candy room that I don't want to have to throw away. And I'm like, we don't know how long this is going to go for. So I went and spoke to the council. Yeah. And the council said to me, well, Marissa, you're no different to, say, an Uber Eats. Right. Oh, you're allowed to. We're, we're a proper registered food handling company. Yeah, right. With all of our certifications. Oh, my God, so
0: you went into delivery. Yeah, correct. So and h- how did that work? I mean, because I know... During that time, yes. and a lot of people were kind of spiralling, going, oh my God, yes. my business is over. Yes. One of the things that really sprung up was how do you engage with your teams mm. when you're not all together anymore? And of course, there's so many people in corporate that are not used to working from home at all. Correct. So I, I know uh, one of the women that I know, Melissa Howe, started selling sending out cocktail kits that yes. the teams would do on a Friday night and everyone would open their box and make their cocktail together Correct. and then have a chat. Was it that kind of thing?
1: Very, very similar. Right. Um, what we first did was we started talking positive on social media. So and I can't sit here and I cannot um I can't imagine what it would have been like to be a company that didn't do what we did. Right. Um a company well, that Well you
0: sound like you move pretty fast, which which I think a lot of people do. I mean I remember Yeah at the end of the first year and what we'd been locked down three or four months yeah. at that stage. And I spoke to some young girl who'd started a wedding business mm. the week before the lockdown. Mm. And I said, what are you doing? She said, I'm just waiting till it's over. And I said, I don't think you should be doing that because it might be another year or so. And she yeah. was going, no, no, but I can't do anything until it's over. And I was thinking, yeah. oh, my God, I'm just watching you watch your business go down the gurgler. Yeah. So for you to move so fast is really good. But how what did you do? Did you reach out to yeah. some of the organizations and go, "Do you want us to do deliveries?" Not at to the your start. Teams? Not okay. at the start.
1: What we what we did was we got on social media and we started saying, "Hey guys, you're missing people's birthdays." Yeah, right. But we know that we can do something for you, and oh, I'll tell you a clever. really beautiful story. Yeah, 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 tell me. Last Tuesday night I was at a networking function. Yeah. And a lady walked up to me. She saw my badge. And I'm not going to cry telling this story, <laughs> um, but but we were in tears because she came to me and she said, you don't know this, um, but we. You, uh, she explained who she was um, and she said, but what you don't know is that, you know, my son had gone through a really hard time um, and this was the first birthday that we were able to like really celebrate his health, um, but we weren't able to celebrate it because...
0: Yeah, because we were, were all
1: locked down. And he was, you know, they, were, they lived at least an hour from each other. Oh, okay. So he wasn't living with them either. No, no. Right. No. Um, and we were able to deliver balloons, catering, desserts. Oh. And she was in, I was in tears, she was in tears. This was last Tuesday. Um, and it really helped me sit back and go, nah, I did the right thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. You are making a difference, which is, I think, you know, what we all want to do. So
1: we got on social media during COVID and we were like, all right, guys, we're missing people's birthdays. Significant birthdays. There
0: were all all those sorts of things. Yeah,
1: And I I think I spent half of COVID crying with people on their front doorsteps (laughs) because I was the only person that they got to see for their birthday. Um, so I got some beautiful moments with people that I'd never met before. Right. Grandparents, you know, the old people, they just wanted to talk to somebody. Yes,
0: I know, so badly. Yeah. But I'm interested to know when you have a business that is working with corporates,
1: yeah.
0: that to go down to be delivering birthday yeah. Um, things to people yeah. doesn't seem like it would be enough to keep your business ticking over.
1: We made no money.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you... But well, we I made, guess that's what I was... I mean, <laughs> a million fans, yes, I bet.
1: Yeah. Um, we made. yeah. How, but what we did made, you do
0: financially? I mean, when did... Did well, you, at some stage, you start going, well, we could go to corporates with this?
1: Yes. Yeah, so that, and, that, and well, okay. So, yeah. we were, obviously, because we were a proper business, we were fully set up, we were able to get JobKeeper yeah. and things like that, which kept things ticking right. over. Absolutely. Um, really great landlord. Yes, Dad. lucky. Thanks. <laughs> thank <laughs> thanks, you. Thanks, Dad. Because, really, that's a such a significant oh, it, amount of brought money. brought a lot of
0: businesses to their knees. Yeah, of absolutely. course.
1: Absolutely. You'll see when we go through the office later, it's huge. Yeah, Our warehouse is massive. Our candy room has got it, – it, it, there's so much – we wouldn't have been able to do anything.
0: Right. Okay. okay. So you had the office, but but how did you bring money in?
1: So then what we did was once we saw the, the success of birthdays, then it was approaching schools because the teachers were still working – with students. Right. So we started approaching schools and we started approaching our corporates. We've got a mailing list and yeah. the mailing list has got between twenty and 30,000 people in that list. Yeah, I don't right. know exactly how many. Um, so we were able to reach out to our community and say, what can we do for you during this time?
0: Right. Then and the answer was? Donuts. donuts. Right. Donuts. Donut boxes. <laughs>
1: okay. Yep. And we had been doing donut boxes before COVID.
0: And are you doing those clever donuts uh, now? And I don't want to ask a leading question because sure. I, I love all donuts. Yes. But are you? Were you doing those donuts that have words? Nope. Right.
1: Nope. So where where what where, where we're different is that we brand boxes.
0: Okay. And we you put, do the print the boxes. Yeah. Right.
1: And so we put messages on the boxes, um, and we hand deliver them ourselves. So right. they're not going with a courier. Where and who were them. they? Who were they?
0: Who were the corporates wanting to send out those boxes to their staff?
1: Yeah, the staff. That's okay. correct. Especially, you know, they might have a Thursday night after work drinks or yep. our lunchtime drinks or something like that. And they just wanted everyone to be able to experience. Yeah,
0: something together. Yep. I think that was the, the big. Correct.
1: Brilliant. Yeah. So it kept us very busy. Has that kind of kept going
0: yes. since, since yeah. the, we've, we've got out? Because it, it was a, it's a really beautiful idea to, to think that in your home, your organ, your the, the business that you work for has thought about you yes. and sent something to your home. So yep. I'm interested to know whether that it did going. absolutely,
1: and it's we're still doing those kind of deliveries. I think more now instead of staff, it's we're thanking customers, we're thanking right. um, you know top clients or suppliers, um, you know great. presenters and things like that. So that's more what we're doing now. Right. Um. But during the second lockdown, I'm like, okay, what can I do? now? By
0: that stage, we were all so jaded, uh-huh. going, "Oh my god!" Yeah, again. and I'm, and I just
1: thought to myself, okay, well, there's so many projects. That I've always wanted to do. Oh, good on you. Right? What are all these projects? Okay. Never had time to do them. And everyone's biggest concern, not concern, the biggest thing that we have against us is time. Yep. We never have time. Especially when you're a business owner. Yep. So I was like, okay, well, what have I always wanted to do but never had the time to do? I want to fix up my candy room to become a class two kitchen, which means we can do fresh food. Okay. Which is how our whole grazing started. Right. So, so. Prior, so
0: really, the lockdown is what what enabled us the to start time. going into savoury. Correct. And had you thought about that before? But yes. Right. Obviously I'm Italian. Said, yeah. Okay. This is my food.
1: <laughs> Grazing is my. food. So why food. hadn't
0: you done it earlier then?
1: But we didn't have time. Just
0: literally, no time. No time. Okay. So, what did you have to do to the kitchen? Is that just upgrading some of the um, I don't know stoves and things like that? Roof. <laughs> oh right. So.
1: Um, I know the people on the radio can't see this, but, you know, most roofs in offices have got that kind of very thin... um, polystyrene kind of whatever it is. Yeah, poly roofs. So what we needed to do was we needed cement roofing. Oh, have you got to do that? Oh, because of fire? Yeah. Um, And to make sure that things aren't falling in from the roofs. So we had to get it all upgraded. Actually,
0: I didn't ask you. Yes. Are you making your own? Were you making your own donuts? And no, things? you get them supplied. From someone. So you're p- basically bringing stuff together. Correct. Okay, but this time you were wanting a kitchen that you could actually cook in.
1: That we could make grazing in. We we, right. we don't want to properly cook in there. Um, that's not my but desire still to do. You can't do
0: charcuterie and stuff without having a correct. Right, I didn't really And I
1: that. needed to get my food handling certificate updated, to like yeah. upgraded. Uh, to be able to do that as well. So all of that was all through COVID, lockdown, you know, 17.5. Okay. um And the other thing was I wanted to get my website up and running to be able to sell.
0: Ah, so prior to that it had just been like a portfolio of your, yep. you know, this is us. Correct. And now people can go on and buy.
1: Correct. Uh, our product line has diversified oh, insane. Like now we're doing things that
0: we've never done before. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And so... Um, we also sell perc- our lollies in bulk. Okay, because I was going to yeah. go, so what percentage of your business is now done online compared uh, to what it was before? Well, it was nothing before. It was
1: nothing before. And now? Now, no, it's still only a small percent. Yeah. Um, But, you know, we might get a couple of orders a week through our website, whereas before, obviously, there was none. Um but what we're finding now, and it, and it really has happened in the past couple of months, yeah. is that we're finding people that we don't even know are buying things.
0: Yes, I would think so. Because yep. I know I buy everything online. Correct. And when I do events and I need grazing tables, I yes. go and find them online and yes. I find out what the prices are online yes. and I order it. And...
1: Yes, you don't need to do that anymore. Right. You can come to me. <laughs> you know I me now. I will be coming <laughs> to you from now
0: on. But that, yeah, no, interesting. Yes. Interesting. Yep. It's so funny, isn't it? Because really the pandemic has forced so many businesses that would have never considered really that they needed an online presence yep. at all to go online and suddenly discover correct what a huge market it is. I work correct. with motto clothing yep. um, well i don't work with them but i love them and uh, and i interviewed their ceo and she said in the pandemic they went from 15% of their sales going online to 85 wow which is which was really amazing but the thing that they do that i think is super clever is they yeah. do a 15 minute live every single day uh, showing their products yes. in different ways and different ways you can style them and I've stuff s- i have seen i know i need to do i feel like i need to do that for she's the boss as well, well. and you can do it for Candy. Candy, yeah,
1: and I know that. Um, the just the other day, I must have gotten enough followers on TikTok, so I can now go live on TikTok. Oh, is I that haven't a thing? done it yet. You've
0: got to actually get to a certain correct. Number. Yep. And what is that? How many followers? I don't have know. It? Roughly, like probably over five hundred.
1: I think five hundred. Five hundred. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So our presence on um. On TikTok is only small. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're trying to grow it. It's not our main platform, honestly. Our I would Instagram think for the birthdays and things it would and probably. Facebook.
0: And for the online it would probably work really well. Yeah. yeah. So
1: Instagram and Facebook are still our target for mum and dad kind of, you know.
0: And then LinkedIn. Uh, you, did you corporate. say you're just starting now yeah. to go on LinkedIn? Because LinkedIn it will be amazing yes. if you start posting on there.
1: Considering um our business is already 80% corporate. Exactly, exactly.
0: Yep. For a lot of people it'll be just reminding them yes. that you're there and they go, "Oh my god, that's that Correct. amazing company." Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, um along the way uh, in your business journey mm-hmm. and I know your dad and your mum have been amazing, but yeah. have there been any other women that have stood out to you as somebody like a, I really their support made all the difference? Sure. And if so, Give us a little shout out. Tell us how they've helped. Okay.
1: You. Oh, hi Lisa and hi <laughs> Um I've had some really great people come into my life over the past two years. Okay. I've really stepped up the people that I network with. Okay. Um, Why and is that? Is
0: that post pandemic getting out and? Oh uh, yeah.
1: I was very, very introverted. Right. Um. And I, I still am. I'm not one of those people that thrive with people around me. I'm. I, I don't.
0: Right. Well, then you're extra good for getting yourself out there.
1: (laughs) This doesn't bother me in the slightest. It's, I get very, um, when people are around me, very inundate. I feel very claustrophobic. Right. Yep. Um, So too many people, it's a bit hard, but uh, two people that I met, um, through networking, Lisa Thomas. Yes, and um, my business coach, Andrew So Okay. So,
0: what does tell me about Lisa first? What yep. does Lisa? Uh,
1: Lisa's do? um my mentor. Like, right. I, 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 not necessarily. She doesn't know she has that title. I think she does, but she <laughs> <laughs> <you> do now. <laughs> um. So she's in B and I, and I met her through that.
0: Okay. Yep.
1: And um, yeah. So she has been an amazing guiding light for me. Um, and Andrew, so Drula, pleased to hear yeah. that. Yeah, and Andrew. Um, has only came into my life probably five months ago. Right. Um, and has become my business coach and she is incredible, um, and a wonderful support.
0: It makes a huge difference, doesn't it? Yeah. If, uh, and it's funny because I love having men around me as well as support, yes. but there is a difference when you have women that are kind of going through things with you. Yeah. I think, and, and having your back. Yeah. Um, just because they have similar kind of challenges and things as well. Absolutely. Um, and, and, again, I'm not saying anything about how great it is to have blokes and there's loads of blokes that help me as well. Yeah,
1: I love – the majority of my friends are boys. Yes, I, have one, I agree. But there's my, certain
0: things that I talk about with women friends that, absolutely. that I just can't really have a conversation yeah. with guys and they don't see it.
1: I have a soul sister.
0: Right, who's Tiani. your soul sister? Yeah. What does Tiani do?
1: Uh, so Tiani works for CPA Australia, the, the accountancy. Okay. But um, she's a, a single of Two little boys, twins. They're adorable, and she's just she feels like my sister.
0: And she has sort of been your your soulmate or your friend since I was fifteen years old. Yeah, fantastic. I think we all need those girls. You know,
1: and I think it's really funny because when you sit back and think about it, I I I know a lot of um, girls get told, oh, you can't do that because it's a boy thing. I never got that. I I don't understand that in the slightest. Um, Neither do
0: I. I think that's
1: kind of why I
0: decided I'd just. Because I can do, I can do anything. Loud about this because there are, you know, it shocks me when I hear yes. people that are being told, "No, no, you can't do that because you're a girl." Like it just doesn't make any sense to me at all. It doesn't
1: make any sense to me, and I never had and that. You never had up. that
0: because your dad's been such a huge my mom as well though. Mum.
1: You know, she never, um, never put boundaries on me. I was allowed to do anything I wanted to do, not in a bad way. No, like no, I was no, never no. A, a terrible child. Um, but, but we're lucky, aren't we that, yes. we, that we have those kind
0: of people who go. There's no limits. If you want to be an astronaut, go and do the go and do the course and that makes you into an astronaut. International. And the do thing is, is she
1: still enables me now. Yeah, like fantastic. you know, she's yes. one of those people that
0: um, you know they they. You, I have so much support. I am so delighted to hear that. Now, um, one of the things that I have had a lot of, mm. as I've interviewed women who are running businesses, particularly when we're passionate about it, is. The burnout situation. Yeah. And I don't know whether you've met people, but now I've met people who've had horrific stories of, you know, I thought it was great to work 60, 70 hours a week and mm. then their adrenal system collapses and they've got to take to their bed for a year. Yeah. Which it would just be awful. Yep. So my question to you is how do you... Juggle your work and life to give yourself some time out yeah. when it's something that you love as much as you do.
1: Yeah, and it's hard because when you love what you do, it doesn't feel like work. I know, but, but you've got to have that time out. But yeah. it is work. Um, holidays,
0: love, love, Ooh, love tell me more. holidays. <laughs> oh, you um, love holidays! I thought I you love... were going. It's love that no, you no, like, no, 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 oh, love holidays. Sex all the time. Yes, that too. Because <laughs> you're young.
1: <laughs> um, I do not work from home.
0: Yes. Okay. okay.
1: So when I get home.
0: It's it's forget about it. So when you walk out of the door of work. Yeah. Work finishes and home life I starts. I really try that. So do you do sort of nine to five?
1: Uh, no. Right. So uh, networking is huge for me now.
0: Well, well um, done. Good woman.
1: Well, it's hard and I never realised the, the power. The difference
0: it can, it's huge, isn't yes. it? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yep. So at least two mornings a week, I'm. At a B&I? B&I or another networking, okay. oh, any kind of networking events. Um, I love the structure of B&I and we've spoken yeah, about I this Yeah, I would imagine before.
0: that, yeah, and I was at one last night, weirdly. Oh,
1: fantastic. Um,
0: but I, th- I always feel, particularly for introverted people, that yes. it is a structure that just yes. works and allows you to network yes. in a way that, you know, you know what's coming. Correct. 100%. Whereas I'm the opposite. I just like to be able to walk in, do whatever I want to do, and, <laughs> no. and but oh I will. God. But I'll work a room as much as anyone else. I'm getting know, anxiety
1: so. just hearing you say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my mornings, two at least two mornings, start at six thirty. Like okay. I'm at an event at right. six thirty, okay. um, and it's not unusual to be doing events at night as well.
0: Right. Right. That so, makes sense. Yep. yep.
1: Um, so during the day. And I was struggling with this a couple of months ago, not getting the support internally at the office. Yeah. Um, but now I've got a really great support system in the team here.
0: Fantastic. Um,
1: that understand that networking is my job. Yeah, it is your job. It is my job. That's And right. it's not standing around with a glass of champagne in your hand. I... <laughs> Don't 6
0: thirty in the morning. Believe me, every time I go to an event <laughs> in the morning at that time, I think, God, is, I can't believe anyone else is awake. Yes, <laughs> and you go there and the whole world is all buzzing. But and... I'm
1: such a morning person. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm So, definitely... do you do evening networking? I do. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've done do yours. Well? Yes, <laughs> very true. I've come to a few She's the Boss yes, events and, and I've got... loved them. That's great. I also do Globe networking, which is the Gay and Lesbian Alliance oh, kind of networking. Yes, I'm an ally and I
0: love. Yes. I love um, what we what do. What fun! I didn't even know those ones. I think yeah. Yes. I feel like I need to join that one myself. Yes. So I love, love networking through Globe. And then I know, but so yep. so a weekend's pretty much sacrosanct. You know, they're for uh, you and your husband. No, I no. work in events. All right. So <laughs> how many hours a week, roughly, are you working? I
1: I could not count. And I don't want to think about okay, how many how hours. do you stop yourself burning yep. out. Let's be I that love audiobooks. I love podcasts. I love sing, sitting in my car and singing. I love. Um, sitting down and watching the most disgusting reality TV shows. Okay, great. I play Sims on my computer and... Over the past 10 years, I've amassed 4,800 hours on The Sims.
0: <laughs> they sound like me and Candy Crush. Oh, there Something you go. <laughs> popped up on Candy Crush last night and said, you're one of only 6% of people that have come this far. Oh my God. I think I'm on level 3,400. Oh That's <laughs> Much crazy. to the disgust of my kids. Yes. Um. Okay, so – but and what about holidays? Do you try yes. and take a holiday every year? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So when I work, I work hard. I bet. Um, from about – Christmas Eve until Australia Day, I'm in You're Safety off. Beach. Yeah.
0: Oh, are you? Yes. Oh my god, that's where I that's where I spent my no. summers since I was 18. Oh my goodness. And now we're over the hill in Mount Martha. But... Ah yes. So for anyone listening, this is the Mornington Peninsula Mornington in Peninsula. Melbourne. Well, but that is spooky. Then you were down there. I'm surprised we didn't meet.
1: I'm i I'm smack bang between Arthur and Martha. Right. Arthur's seat and Ma- yes. Martha. Um so we're in Safety Beach and we've been going there since I was, I think Four years old. Wow. Yep. Um, wow, it was so different then. Yes, very that's different. Amazing.
0: Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's great. So okay. that's every
1: January. And yeah. then um, once a year pre-COVID, I was going to Italy from uh, – for, for a good four years, I was going every year. Yeah. COVID hit. I've been – I went last year and I have – Plans again to go next year. I love Italy. Yeah. Like, I love Italy. Well, you're Mascaro. I mean, imagine. I am am Italian. (laughs) Yes.
0: Oh, that's great. Okay. And uh, last but not least, is there a quirky fact about you that you want to share that other people don't really know about that you don't normally share?
1: Sure. So, massive Pearl Jam fan. Oh, my God. (laughs) No, like, like, I even had a cigarette with Eddie Vedder. I've met him. Oh, my Lord. But, um, I flew to Rome, which is my to go favourite, and watch them. to f- go and watch them. Oh, wow. So I went and saw my favourite band in my favourite city and it was incredible.
0: I would never have pictured as a Pearl Jam woman. Um, I'm, a, I'm a,
1: a rocker girl from you way back. Ah. Yep.
0: Wow. That's yes. amazing. That is fantastic. Actually, I am going to ask you one more question. Oh, sure. Just in case, do you, I don't know whether you use your phone for fun and or business.
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay. So have you got a favourite app? Yeah, that you want to share with me because I'm obsessed with my phone. I think I pretty much run my whole business off my phone.
1: Yeah, I know. Every week it keeps saying your um, usage is up from last week. And I'm like, how <laughs> can it possibly possible? continue to go up? <laughs> uh, look, I, I bless the algorithm gods because my TikTok is just every single part of me.
0: Right. You love TikTok. I like, haven't ever really embraced TikTok.
1: And I think... TikTok has got a rap that it's, um, you know, not for millennials. It is absolutely for millennials. Yeah, no, I'm hearing that it's for yeah. – and, and
0: people used to say it's not for business and then people went, it actually, is get on there for business. all about
1: business. So my algorithm shows me, you know, Italian destinations. It shows me business tips, Um AI tips, events, events, everything, yeah, and you know, even some ideas for candy buffets or charcuterie boards or grazing stations. Like, the amount of things that I get from Instagram, uh, from TikTok. My apologies, TikTok, that's all right. TikTok, TikTok, <laughs> that's TikTok, all right, TikTok, yeah. TikTok, <laughs> TikTok. I don't
0: TikTok. think it mines. Okay, um, so TikTok is your go-to. Absolutely. So that's for fun and for work. Have you I got, have got any other clever apps that you um, love? I, uh, I'm particularly interested in you know when you find those clever apps that no one really knows about. Oh, you know? Okay. Oh my god. Like I use one called JotNot, oh. or I have for years that scans on my phone. Oh now yeah. Now yeah, I know yeah. your phone scans anyway. It's incredible. But for years to be able to take a photo, it changes it into black and yes. white, turns it into a PDF yes. and allows you to email it and you can do multiple pages. So and, yeah.
1: I suppose my secret is chat GPT. Uh, if I have you a use block it a lot. Yeah. If I have a block and I need to get something, some content written. Um, and I'm an editor, like right. I love editing things. So I'll chuck things in ChatGPT okay. for a bit of inspiration. And then I'm like, great, excellent, I've got a jumping off point. But really, is there anything better than the sound of your Shopify account going ding ding? No. You've got a little sale and you're like, no. yay. So right. yeah, I think those are my three favorite. Yeah, ups.
0: fantastic. Well, listen, Marie. Um, Marissa, my brain's just (laughs) – I nearly called you Marina. I don't know what – it's the Italian thing. Yes. So, uh, Marissa, it has been amazing to hear your story. Thanks, Can you tell everybody, if they wanted to buy from Candy Buffet, what the best way to get hold of you is?
1: Absolutely. We have a shop on our website, so candybuffet.com.au. Yep. And then you can just hit the shop tab. Yep. And it will take you to our online shop where you can get anything from personalised chocolate bars – um, to grazing boxes, our donut boxes. Amazing. Um, but, the, yeah, anything can be branded. So that's what we do. We market your brand deliciously.
0: Oh, I love it. And um, what about – and people can find you on TikTok, obviously. <laughs> um, are you are you Mar- Marissa Mascaro on all social media channels? Or, yep, yeah? or
1: at Candy Buffet Co. Or at
0: Candy Buffet Co. And you're managing of course. the social. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much. This has just been great. Thank
1: you. Thanks, Jules.
0: My pleasure.
1: I hope you've enjoyed this
0: episode of She's the Boss Chats. For more information and to find out about our other initiatives, including our weekly lunch for female founders and our TV show, go to she'stheboss.com.au.